0: Bitch, listen up. Now, for today's topic, I'm going to have to ask one of y'all to close the door because there may be some little cheerings walking by down the hallway and the topic of conversation is adults only. Well, on this episode of Girl, Get Your Act Together, listen, this is what we all need to hear. This episode is focused on should you confess or keep the secret? This is the advice from your favorite divorce attorney. Now, let me tell you, my background, I've been practicing since 2001, so that's 22 years in the family law game. Here's what I've learned over, let me say, a compilation of different clients from representing the husbands and the wives in divorces over the years, whether you had a whole bunch of money or just no money at all, and you were an indigent, or a a lot of... um, Uh, baby mama dramas type stuff, a whole bunch of stuff. So gathering all of my wisdom, here's what I need to tell you. Stop confessing to anything. Okay. Now I know how you're going to feel about that. Yeah. Yeah. Your job in a relationship. And let me just be honest with you is to maintain the relationship. Okay. You don't win any cool points with your mate by confessing to a betrayal. All right. All that does is make you feel better with yourself, your subconsciousness. But the reality is once you put that in the atmosphere with your mate, that's the only thing the other person is going to be able to think about. If they tell you, listen, and this is the trap I don't want you to fall into. And people fall into this trap all the time when I say, well, did you have an affair? Well, yeah. Okay, 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 that's fine. Did you confess to your spouse? No. That's my favorite kind of client. Never confess to cheating to your spouse. I know this is bad advice. I'm sure my husband would be like, yeah, I'm not telling you either. Well, you know what? I would advise him not to tell me. If I'm supposed to find out if my spouse is cheating, I'm going to need to find out on my own, okay, okay? But I do not expect him to confess to me. Why would he confess to me if he's cheating on me? The whole point is for him to continue to stay married if he wants to stay married. If you're out there cheating, you may be already caught. Your spouse may already know. If you're about to get a divorce or you think that they're about to file on you, then more than likely you need to just keep your mouth shut. Do not confess. Why would you confess? If they're going to find out about your extramarital affair, let them find out at trial. Let them find out in discovery. Don't give them any information that would help them destroy you in the divorce court. Now, I know that some of you all are thinking that's not the way to live. I don't want to live a lie. Well, you were cheating in the first place. So if you were already cheating, you've already known how to lie and cover up. Just continue the cover up. If you're not bringing an STI, STD or ST something like syphilis or HIV or something deadly back home to your spouse and God gave you a get out of jail free card to where you're not burning up, then you may not need to say anything. If it was just a jump off or a one off, if you were someone guy that went to Mexico and had a dalliance with a prostitute, and then you came home, nobody even knows you did it. You don't need to come back home and confess to your wife what you did. Wives out there, you can get mad all you want. You do not want, you do not want a confession unless it matters. Now, for the betrayers, I'm telling you, do not confess. For the betrayed, Of you out there who are getting betrayed, I'm telling you, do your own research. Find out on your own if they're cheating. Now, every cheater, they always listen. Just like you cannot commit the perfect murder, you cannot have the perfect affair. With all the technology going on, if something is meant for the other person to know, they will find out by their own means. Do not allow your spouse or even if you're just in a dating relationship with somebody, let me break it down to you. If you got a boyfriend or a girlfriend, you're not married anyway. So what are you confessing to? You don't listen. If you're in a, a committed relationship, I get that. But the way I view relationships is either you're married or or you're not. If you're married, you have a contract with somebody, an agreement with somebody before God and before the judicial system that's saying that you owe each other a fiduciary obligation. All right. You have to keep each other's best interest in mind. If one of you cheats on the other one, well then if you want to stay in that relationship forever and you just decided for your own means, let me just take it up with God. Let me just confess to the Lord confess to the priest and call it a day and let God punish me and not let my spouse punish me. They might punish me with divorce, especially if you want to stay married, if it was just a jump off. But if you're in a long-term relationship with somebody that you actually want to divorce your made over, then you can file for divorce without telling them about the long-term relationship. You don't have to tell them everything, just divorce. Why do you feel the need to confess? Here's what your confession does. Your confession to the cheating Number one takes you and your ability to control the relationship away. You can no longer control whether or not your spouse wants to stay with you. If you confess to cheating on them, they may be just like, I'm out. Bye. I'm gone. Or they may just say, you know what? I've been cheating on you the whole time too. So what are we going to do now? We're going to stay married and we're going to stop seeing our mates. Well, a lot of times when people confess to cheating with somebody that they've had an affair with for a long period of time, if, if they confess and they decide to stay with their mate, they're still going to have some dalliances with the person that they had as their paramour. They're going to have, they're going to basically, they're going to say, well, we got caught. And now that we're caught, you can pretend to stay with your wife and pretend like everything is fine. And you can just come over here on the weekends or when it's the off holiday, they're still going to stay with that person. So you have to decide if you're, if you think that your mate is cheating, your job is not to try to get them to do a confession because if they listen to me, they know don't ever confess. You got to find it out on your own. Go get a private investigator. Go. Your, one of your homegirls might find about in the streets doing something or your homeboy might just say, hey, I saw your woman out there on a dinner date. It looked like she was cozying up to somebody. But let that person decide what they want to do with the information. Don't you open your mouth and sink your own ship. You should, when you go, if you get arrested for a crime, if the police say you need to write a confession, You never write the confession. Too many people are confessing. If God decides to punish you in his own way, God will get you back some kind of way, some other type of way. If you confess, you no longer get to decide if you want to stay married. That other person might leave you. Number two, if you confess, that other person is going to hang it over your head for the rest of your life or the rest of your marriage, or maybe for the next five or 10 years and always hold that over your head that you were unfaithful, you're not trustworthy, they'll never get past it. You don't know that might become your new baggage appendage. And that might make you want to cheat even more because they're harassing you so much. And if you do cut off the relationship with the person that you were cheating with, they may harass you so much about that person. You may be like, well, damn, I should have just stayed in the relationship and just kept my mouth shut. Yeah, you should have not stayed in the relationship, but kept your mouth shut. You don't get any benefit. You don't benefit your mate. By telling them, and you don't give any benefit to yourself. You may have gotten it off your chest because now you don't have to worry about the cover up or anything, but you're just making it bad for everybody involved. Now, here's the other thing I have to say. If your mate confesses to cheating on you, then if you're the person they confess to, you got to decide what to do with the confession. Are you going to be the type of person that's going to just Hammer on them the whole rest of the time they're with you? Are you the kind of person that can just let it roll off? Stop begging somebody to confess to something that you really don't want to hear about in the first place. If your mate is in a relationship that's long term with somebody else, they may want to be with that person and not you. You may be harassing them into confessing, and after they make their confession, They might realize that since you're not able to get over it, you're more of a bitch or an asshole than you used to be. Since now you're going through your depression and you may just drive them into the other arms of the other person or into the arms of a new person. Listen, you might think what I'm telling you is insane, but I've heard a whole lot of shit over a whole lot of years. You would be shocked at some of the things that people confess to and that they expect their mate to forgive. If you want your mate to forgive you for some dog stank stuff that you have done that you would have a hard time forgiving you about, then don't confess to it. Why would you confess? Okay, you need to think about that. If you would not, if you would not forgive them then why would you want them to confess? Wouldn't you rather live a life of oblivion? Huh? I know it sounds bad. It sounds bad to say you just want to walk around with your head in the clouds. Yes. But sometimes you need your head to be in the cloud a little while longer so you don't have to deal with what to do with what they've confessed about. Right? If somebody stole from you, then you might have, and they were your friend, you would have to deal with them stealing. Like, oh my gosh, do I need to just pretend like, I don't know, she stole this from me. She knows that was my backpack. Now, do I need to pretend that wasn't my backpack so I can stay friends or do I just want to terminate the relationship because she's a kleptomaniac and she's been stealing everybody's stuff since kindergarten? That's just who she is. She's just a thief. Well, you have to decide what you're going to do with the confession. You'd be like, girl, did you steal? Yes, I did. OK, well, we can stay friends, but don't be around my shit anymore. You have to decide. If you're in, if you're one of those people that says, oh, Nyanza, I disagree wholeheartedly. You should live in your truth. You need to be in an authentic relationship. You need to always tell the truth. Well, that ain't right. You don't always tell the truth anyway in your own life. You don't always tell your boss the truth. You don't always tell your mama the truth. You don't always tell your doctor the truth. I think OJ is the only one who told his lawyers the truth. Bill Cosby told his lawyers the truth. So you have to know the people that you want to tell your truth to need to be the people that don't have anything to lose or have anything to hold over your head. Your, your lawyer don't listen. Your lawyer needs to hear your truth. Your spouse does not. Sometimes you need to just talk to your lawyer friend and to say, Hey, now I got this girl pregnant and my wife doesn't know we've been in a relationship for a couple of years. Who's the girl? Well, it's my wife's home girl. Well, you don't need to confess that, but you need to immediately file for divorce. Because if you now here's here's the reason. Because even though I say you shouldn't confess, you need to go ahead and take yourself out of the equation. If your if your crime has risen to the level, well, it will where, where it will have long term disparaging effects on the relationship that you're in then you don't need a confession. You need to sever the relationship on your own. You don't have to tell the other person why until the divorce has already been finalized. Because otherwise, they're just going to use all that information against you in court. I would. I've done it several times. I've always told my clients, get a a confession. If you can get them to confess, it'll be much easier in court for us to take everything. That's what lawyers do. So if that's what I'm advising all my people, then I should tell you don't be that person that happens to be in a relationship with somebody who wants to consult with me. Because you should know you don't ever need to confess because we're going to run you down in the courtroom based on your confession. Don't let anybody use information against you on you that you gave to them. So the reality is if you've dogged out your relationship so much, maybe you're too shitty of a person to maintain the relationship. And you just need to file for divorce and give that person what they want in the divorce so you don't have to confess all the way. You know that? You don't always have to admit the whole crime but you will eventually do the time for the crime some other kind of way in your life. God will pay you back. God, listen, God may take your job. He may take your finances. He may take your health. He may take your children. God will get that person back sevenfold. You don't have to worry about revenge on anybody. If your spouse has been cheated on, don't worry about it. God will get them back for you. If you're a spouse that the person confessed to the cheating and they're still cheating, don't worry about it. God'll get them back for you. If you're the kind of person that's that knows that the cheating is going on and you decide to stay, well, then you have to decide for yourself. How do you want to handle the information? Do you want to go ahead and give them six months? I believe you giving somebody a time limit on straightening their shit out. If you see, because people said that folks can't change, but I believe that they can. Some people can change, you know, some people can be rehabilitated, but they have to show you that they, they changed. Now I'm not saying this about everybody, but you need God to make a change, honey, because even when you're an alcoholic and you want to change to be in a non drinker, you got to go through the 12 steps. Well, the 12 steps is based in the Lord and it's based in prayer and it's based on confessing what you have done. So that's why I only believe in 11 steps. Cause I said, as soon as you get to that step number 11, damn the 12th step that says confess, you know, in your heart, what you've done, confess to God, tell your mama, tell your lawyer, and then don't tell anybody else, but definitely keep your mouth shut. Stop talking about what you've done. If that's not a person that can save you from jail, if that's not a person that can save you from hell, then keep your mouth closed. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I hope that on this episode of Girl, Get Your Act Together, you will think twice or thrice before you decide to confess on your mess. I'll see you next time. Take care of yourselves and keep your mouth shut. All right, everybody. I'll see you next time on Girl, Get Your Act Together. For those of you women out there, I've been in this situation. Don't be embarrassed. It could happen to you.